millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's WWE News, we're going to talk about the potential real reason Steve Austin is headlining WrestleMania 38. On top of that, WWE's next Saudi Arabia show has been revealed. A major player in the company has signed a long-term contract extension, and we're going to kick things off by talking about the major WrestleMania return that might be in the works that isn't Cody Rhodes. They've, they've got another one like DJ Khaled. Anyway, I'm Andy Murray. I'm Michael Sidgwick. And this is the news. Once again, Adam Wilborn is currently in the skies on his way to something called Wrestling Mania. And we are here. Don't worry. We've got all his gimmicks intact. All your favorites. The, 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 the I haven't got any other ones. Told a lie. We're going to do the story now. Uh, Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon's coming in for a WrestleMania weekend. Of course weekend. he is. Of course he is. Yep, that's the thing. Uh, PW Insider's Mike Johnson coming through with the report yesterday. Uh, now, there's currently no word on whether or not Shane will actually appear on WrestleMania Night 1 or Night 2, which takes place on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but WWE are bringing him into Dallas for the weekend. So speculate away that is something we will certainly be doing in the Twitter questions. So Stick around. Stick around for that one uh, later on. But he's been out of WWE since the Royal Rumble when he had a particularly heavy-handed approach to booking himself that caused flare-ups with Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, his dad, uh, and ultimately ended up with Shane getting fired, sort of. Uh, WWE quietly let him go in the wake of that. There was a lot of backstage heat. Um, It was the least least and most surprising story of the month and covering it absolutely ruled um here comes the money indeed michael sidgwick what do you reckon this is absolutely incredible like i understand that vince mcmahon is an erratic individual who's prone to changing his minds and raw scripts on the day of but this is a man right who literally put his son up for adoption in january i saw the papers He put up for adoption. He's, he's, ex, he's excommunicated from the family and he's wanted no part of his large <laughs> adult son anymore and his stupid MMA cosplaying ways. Tiny Tim McMahon. It is absolutely ridiculous, ridiculous ego. And now he's back because, of course, he is. And you know why he's back? It's because he's a star in the Attitude Era and he requires no building and uh, no promotion and no work and no conviction. Um, he does need some water, though, um, <laughs> because he sweats an awful lot. Um, so I'm worried about his hydration. Not really. He's a prick. Um, <laughs> but this is just... We're going to speculate on what he's going to be doing later on. And yeah. I think they legitimately... Even the synthetic company can have a little bit of fun, but we'll, we'll drill into that later on. We most certainly will. And speaking of a little bit of fun, do you want to know why Steve Austin on the KO show is headlining night one and not a match? 
Why? Well, according to Dave Meltzer, uh, this is speculation, by the way. It's not, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Dave speaking about this on Wrestling Observer Radio. WWE might be afraid that fans are going to see Steve Austin and then just leave. Um, <laughs> which is, it's moderately understandable. Well, no, it's totally understandable because Steve Austin is obviously the biggest name across both of these shows who is appearing... Um, and on night one, you don't even, you don't have like the big, big, big match, which is theoretically Roman versus Brock to compensate for that. So, hey, I get it. Um, now, this is a situation that has changed a lot over the past few weeks. It's WWE, man. Like, they change their mind all the time. So, at one point, they had uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship match, Charlotte Flair, Ronda Rousey. That was penciled into headline night one. Now, it's going to be the KO show again, apparently. Who the heck knows? It could change again by the time we wake up tomorrow morning. We probably won't know for sure until we actually get to the show. But, yeah, I mean, this situation has gone from, oh, he's wrestling to he might not be wrestling to he's turned down the opportunity to wrestle. Now, he's going to be on the KO show. He's not going to fight. Now, it's going to be a confrontation with a brawl. Now, it's not going to be now he's gonna uh, do a beer bath or whatever i made that last one up but yeah it's all over the place isn't it mate it is it is, <laughs> it is. i can kind of understand where they're coming from because if you look at the specific way in which steve austin has returned it's kind of like a glorified house show masquerading as wrestlemania for this specific segment it's all been very weird it's all been very focused on getting punters in the area to make the wrestlemania stadium look like wrestlemania so I can kind of understand where they're coming from because if the idea is there's a lot of big, burly Texan blokes who are coming in, they might be of the, uh, the opinion about, oh, I love me some Steve Austin. <laughs> I love me some Steve Austin. There's women, though. I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> so if they put Austin on like midway through the show and they say, who's on last? And then they go, well, there's Sha- Sha- that's a girl's name. I'm getting out of here. And then they go uh. and they leave. Maybe. You sound like, uh, you know, that scene on The Office where Michael Scott says, I do declare loads <laughs> yeah, and yeah. loads and loads. Uh, yeah, I mean... I'm Steve... sure about these women, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I can't really beat that. Um, I, yes, Steve Austin's the biggest name on the card, so theoretically, if you put the biggest name on the card before last, yeah. I mean, incredibly snarky and facetious, of course, <laughs> yes. but realistically, it's a two-night WrestleMania, the most stupendous of all, of the three. Of course. Of, of the three. Um, One of which was in an empty building. Yeah, no, that's ridiculous. But the fact that it's got two nights, it means that you can send the, the crowd home in a good mood on the first night, rev them up for the second night, which has got the real serious canonical business of a title unification match, which is the real ending. So they can take the piss with a glorified angle. That will be fun, regardless yeah. of what a snarky prick I am. I'd rather I the like ang- it. I'd rather the angle than the match myself as well. I We watched we were in our teens when steve austin was in his at his peak we don't really need to see that man wrestling again do we this is biased right if it's in aw i think it'd be good because like they just they do sting <laughs> if they can yeah sting rules if they can fair. do sting well and they could probably do austin well it's up to wwe the standards being set now legitimately like i'm yeah. not being biased i'm not playing into the bias well you are on the stick well we are but i'm not just playing into it like there's a literal standard has been set now for getting performers in their early 60s doing magic things in pro wrestling again that's the comparison people are going to make the power of sting is undeniable anyway do you know what else is undeniable the quality of this bad boy that i can't really reach there you got it sorry beard got it clickbait thumbnail yellow arrow and everything we've uh produced it with our friends at Top Rope Brewing in time for Wrestlemania and if you want to pick it up you can do so by following the link down below uh, it's available as part of our Wrestlemania pack where you can get a couple of cans of this and a bunch of other delicious beers from the Top Rope range. Do a good sour. 
they do a really good side. They do a good stout as well. Big fan, big fan. Uh, the Canadian Destroyer in particular. I'm not sure if it's around at the moment, but if it is, it's sensational. Anyway, uh, if you want to pick this up, the link's below. UK only at the moment. Free shipping if you use the code Here's Why, however. Uh, they make sensational beers. I would sit here and, and put this stuff over even if we weren't working with them. That's how good this stuff is. And I'm a total beer nerd prick. So believe me, I know what I'm talking about in this regard. Uh, yeah, man, it's just, it's a really nice beer across the board. Obviously, we're a little bit biased, um, but it's a nice, sessionable, but deceptively strong IPA. Uh, it's not too bitter. It's nice and smooth. It does have a little, you get a little bit of that bitterness in the aftertaste, but all around a really well-balanced beer that I will be quaffing over the summer. It's as good an all-rounder as Miro. Sensational. Couldn't have put it better. Couldn't have thought of a better all-rounder. Let's talk about the next story. Saudi Arabia. All right. This uh, report comes from Andrew Zanian. Uh, he's published it on the Figure Four Online Wrestling Observer website. Of course, he produces a lot of stuff for them. Uh, September. That's when they're going back. WWE's going back in September. No word on a specific date as of yet, but it is likely that WWE will revive TLC for Saudi Arabia. Of course, there was no TLC last year. The last one was in 2020. Uh, this comes on the back of them doing Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia for the first time this year. Uh, September's going to be a busy-ass month for them, international travel-wise, because they've got the mooted stadium show in the United Kingdom as well. A lot of planes going to be flown uh, for the purposes of this. But yeah, there you go. I mean, listen, you know my thoughts on the Saudi Arabian show. I, I watch it for coverage, obviously, but... These things are effectively paid propaganda as part of a sports washing campaign to rehabilitate the regime of to rehabilitate the image of a regime that has one of the worst human rights records in the world. WWE earns fifty million dollars per show for this. Uh, these shows are what they are. You cannot deny what these shows. It's objectively true that that's what these things are. When you see like Goldberg doing dances and things in pre-tapes and stuff, literal propaganda segments. The quality of them, I don't think, matters really. Um, but yeah, here we are. I know people don't like us talking about this stuff, but it's a story today, so hey. Indeed. In a word, insidious. It's one thing to do some absolute bollocks that everyone can kind of laugh at, like the greatest Royal Rumble. It's better than the Edge. Uh, 20 more better than the normal Royal Rumble. That's how great it is. No one took it seriously. It was a piss take. It was ridiculous. If you can take away the um, moral aspects, it's a stupid show that people have gained a bit of schadenfreude joy from and like on occasion Kane's week yeah <laughs> it's the best thing ever <laughs> stupid old prick <laughs> the it's getting insidious now it's getting insidious now they are conflating the weird Saudi outsized glorified house show spectacle with like WWE canon um, obviously we've had Elimination Chamber now we're getting TLC are we so far away from a SummerSlam realistically sure. is it just going to become that's what wwe is now was that indeed the intention all along if there would have been there was uproar there was uproar at the start of this um propaganda arrangement there would have been significantly more uproar if they had said right we're doing like backlash in saudi arabia like a, a real wwe yes. pay-per-view the fact that they've built towards this is insidious dare i say it, pretty astute quite clever um, it's a better long-term storyline than anything they've done on telly that doesn't involve Roman Reigns, honestly. Yeah. For how they are reconflating these two, uh, these different WWEs are becoming one and becoming yet more ugly. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And uh, yeah, we'll keep uh, we'll keep talking about this as uh, the story develops. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, Final story of the day. We're going to talk about Paul Heyman. He has signed the WWE contract extension. He actually signed it back in late 2021. Uh, He has revealed as much uh, while doing an appearance on the sports media podcast with Richard Deitch. Deitch. Very sorry if I've mispronounced that. I, as we've established before, I'm a complete idiot. Uh, but he's he's talking about it here. Uh, I'll just read some quotes from Paul. Uh, it was public knowledge that my contract came up last year and I kept it very close to the vest because I'm not one of those people that A, want to negotiate in public and B, I'm reading an awful lot lately about uh, how long people signed for and how much and I just never want that to be me. Uh, he continued uh, say, stating that he re-signed with WWE last year. It was a long-term agreement and they created a situation where I would have been a fool not to take them up on the offer so I'm locked in for a while he has also confirmed that uh, this new deal allows him to do some stuff out with WWE as well uh, yeah no no surprises here he's a, a big component of the Roman Reigns bloodline act on Smackdown he's a big part of the Wrestlemania program of course his loyalties being brought into question now they've been established it was all a ruse but yeah no real surprise he's been there 2012 was his last last comeback wasn't it um, so yeah, a decade, and we're probably going to get uh, the best part of a decade more. Absolutely, um, I'm absolutely in favour of this news personally, as someone who watches WWE as part of their job. Um, Paul Heyman is one of the few reasons that I actually really, yeah. really like it. Everything he's involved he's in is great. Um, he has a creative hand in it. Long may that continue. God damn it, this company needs a different creative voice, and his work with the Roman Reigns stuff has been absolutely phenomenal of late. I was never, truthfully, the biggest fan of monologue Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. um, or of family melodrama with the Usos Roman Reigns fragile eggshell ego franchise sports player Roman Reigns in a tracksuit booting off because he's very defensive about his position is incredible character work and Paul Heyman obviously has a lot to do with that and even if this association ends at some point if Paul Heyman's entrusted to do something with a a new Paul Heyman guy long may this continue because WWE has to be good at points and usually all the points point towards Paul and he is tremendous. We're going to talk now about Twitter questions. That was a smooth transition. Uh, we got a, it's not smooth as that beer. No, oh, hey, look at that. That's a smooth transition, my friends. Uh, the first one for this video comes from Mr. Ghost, who asks the following. Do you have a pay-per-view ritual? If, if so, what is it? I tend to make really unhealthy, delicious food and wash it down with a good beer. Much the same, my friend. Although if we're covering on the night and we're overnight and we're working and you're not sleeping... Um, it's it's one coffee two hours before the show starts another one as it's starting that gives me just enough energy to sustain through and work a couple of hours after without being awake for two days or whatever uh, delicious food absolutely
absolutely, usually a pizza or some other garbage that's going to make me fat. And it's pretty simple. If I'm watching at home, uh, I'm just sitting on the sofa with a blanket and a nice mug of hot chocolate. Really, like, just a serene image. I bloody love, I would bloody love uh, a pay-per-view ritual, but being from England, I can't have that. <laughs> Having two kids makes it yet more impossible. Um, back in the day, before I had children, before I worked here, when I was in a different industry altogether, I would always take the Monday off and just have a split shift sleep pattern where I would just wake up at one o'clock. I have to do that now in a desperate, cam- uh, desperate scramble to get the kids to sleep. Hope to hell I can get three, four hours sleep. Um, watch the pay-per-view with a cup of tea. It's, I can't really snack during it realistically because I've eaten during the day and it's in that weird, I should be asleep but I'm awake. Mm. Uh, God, I wish I was American sometimes. It's <laughs> like only sometimes. You got a real boost when it comes to show times over there, don't you, you uh, scamps? God. You know what? I would love to just go to America, right? Just to hire a house. Yeah. Just to watch it in a house <laughs> in a normal time and I'm adjusted to the times when I don't even want to go to the arenas or the stadiums. Yeah. I just want to watch it in a normal time. Nice little one day trip. Sounds good to me. Uh, right. Our next question comes from Adam Blair. Uh, and all of the, basically all of the WWE questions I, I, I was asked today in my thread uh, were about Cody or Shane. So I've combined the two here. Uh, Adam asks, if Big Bad Vincent decides to swerve us and debut Cody on WrestleMania Raw uh, after WrestleMania, uh, instead of doing it against Seth, obviously, who sucks the life out of the building more as Rollins' opponent? Uh, Shane McMahon, Goldberg, Gable Steveson, what the fucking fiend? <laughs> Uh, you put the fiend in, I'm asking the question. My favourite scenario, I don't think they would, the thing is with Shane McMahon, is like we view in a completely different way that WWE does. They could theoretically have Shane McMahon in mind, back in the fold, apparently, um, to work a upper mid-card grudge feud for three pay-per-views. We know how they do this with someone, right? They don't see him as this dickhead figure of fun who has no business being out there anymore, like we do, so... As tempting as it is to sort of fantasy book some scenario where Vince McMahon comes out and, you know, with his old man, and it's Shane McMahon. And the idea is you get the anxiety of, oh, we don't get this crazy, awesome, quasi-interpromotional dream match between Cody and Seth Rollins. And then Vince goes, oh, I'm joking. And it turns out it's actually Cody Rhodes. That would be a great swerve, great fake out. But... For them to do that would be a tacit acknowledgement of, we know you don't want to see this idiot Shane McMahon. Do you think Shane McMahon, with his ego, would put himself forward to be like a decoy that everyone is so relieved? He'd want to go over. Exactly. So, (laughs) I I don't know what this is, to be perfectly honest. My personal opinion would be like, Shane McMahon would annoy me the most because he would think he could go 20 minutes with Seth. At least Goldberg would just be the mercenary that he is and get it done in three minutes. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, Goldberg, yeah, exactly. It would be quick, it would be painless. I could. I have two scenarios in my head. Uh, the angel on my shoulder wants to see them just do Cody straight up, no swerve, no 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 twists or anything That's like the that. Ideal option. Yeah, like that'd be fun. It would be the like objectively the best thing. However, the devil on my shoulder wants them to completely misread the room, put Shane McMahon out there, have him work twenty minutes with Seth, and then save Cody for all, which would be a complete and utter disaster. But remember Royal Rumble twenty fifteen. That's all I'm saying with that. And twenty fourteen. What does the, the devil on your shoulder like sound like? What's his little voice? Let me in. <laughs> it's the fiend. Actually, can we do this in the microphone? Let me in. Yes. Uh, anyway, our last question. Oh, shouldn't have done that. Uh, comes from Tim Upton, who asks, "Hey lads, 
I can't help feeling that although WWE seemingly know how huge Cody will be, they'll have him, they'll still have him put Seth over at Mania as some kind of flex. Am I just paranoid or is this fear justified? I think this fear is plenty justified by years and years and years of Vincent Mann refusing to put someone else's guy. I know he was in WWE first, but he became a bigger star outside of WWE. WCW even going to sting against Triple H at WrestleMania. It's his playbook to a T. I don't know if he's going to be that mental with this situation. No, no. Uh, realistically, if you look at all the ex-WCW guys that he brought in seemingly to either spitefully bury or whatever, um, DDP, realistically, I thought he was great in WCW, but his star power had waned through virtue of being in WCW. Um, Goldberg, Neutered, uh, Sting, okay. like they had the luxury of sort of putting these guys in their place because there was no other place for them to go and earn actual money. It's different now with AEW and the idea is that this is going to essentially act, this Cody run, if they're not completely incompetent to a level even I can see. This is like a prospectus. The Cody run is a prospectus um, for WWE itself. If you can get over an AEW and make your money there to a degree, carve out your artistic legacy and really get over come do your retirement fund over here. Look what we've done for a Cody Rhodes, for example. So there's spite in this business. Uh, Vince McMahon's incredible at both. Um, but I think business will win in the end here. Couldn't agree more. Thank you for joining us for today's two news videos. What a joy. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. You can follow Michael on Twitter at M. Sidgwick. You can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Heffalump. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.